The red, um, it says record, R-E-C. Got it. Yeah. Do you see, do you see video? I mean, do you see audio? Yeah. Is there anywhere that says record, this recording? Oh. So click the menu, click the menu button on the, on the side. Okay, I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) We're starting the podcast now. Wow, it's 1149. (laughs) That's a record, I think. I think that's a good time. Oh my goodness. We got here at like, we started at 1030? Yeah, yeah. So I'd say it's like, don't, 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 don't don't be clicking that stuff over here now. Uh, Yeah. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> control your hands. <laughs> what am I doing with my hands? Little okay, so we need to open up. Oh, you put in things. Yeah. Oh, I did. you're killing me. Well, you can't things share, are better. You can't share things with people. Well, good thing I could just read off of the list. It's yeah, not but, very hard. But only you have access to said list. Whitney, do you? <laughs> we had to move. So Am I asking these questions? No. Oh, okay, okay. I I I know. I was like, I thought I was just looking up things. Yeah. I'm asking the questions here. Trying to figure out why I have a microphone in front of me. Well, it's like we're we're like Miss 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 Producer. Look at that squirrel, literally. (laughs) Poor zero. He's Molly Cyrus. Yeah. (laughs) There's a squirrel outside. On a wrecking ball. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She came in like a wrecking ball. (laughs) Spring baseball. I really should have taken a picture of that. All right. Are we starting? You know. (laughs) All right, Jeremy. Tell us a little about (laughs) you. Really noisy there. Tell us a little about yourself. Well, we need to talk about what this is. So this is a podcast, maybe. We'll see if this one airs. <laughs> Pretty epic. Uh, this is a podcast that we're starting. Jeremy, Maggie, Whitney, producer, Mrs. Producer, or Miss Producer. We're going to have to come up with a producer extraordinaire. We're going to have to work on that title. Yeah, R&D. R&D. <laughs> Research and development. <laughs> Perfect. That's yeah. a new term I, I learned this week, and I'm going to be using it a lot from now on. R&D? Yeah. I swear, uh, yeah. That, that, yeah. There's a whole... Yeah. So... We're starting a podcast. What is the podcast about? We don't know yet. Yeah, we're developing it as we go. Really, the idea is uh, we've just uh, we do cool things with cool people, and we love the people that we do it with, and we just want to share those people and the things that we do with the world, right? Yeah. We've been talking about it for a while now. I've been talking about it for like seven point eight nine years, and then um, developing that with friends and conversations and over the last I think two years we've talked about it off and on and so this year in 2023 this is January what day is it uh, 13th. Thir- 13th 13th that Mrs. Producer Friday the 13th hey yo should that tell us anything no it definitely should not <laughs> all right we'll just ignore that one uh but here we are January 13th 2023 and we are starting officially what we are going to call the Standby Moments podcast. Yeah. Insert Woo-hoo. jingle. Insert uh, button here that does uh, some kind of noise. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. Wow. <laughs> oh, we can't hear that. Yeah. Hold on. Oh. I think it's the other one. Oh. That one. Let's see. We, we definitely. <laughs> it is loud. Is it? Is it doing it? I can't yeah, hear it. Can I hear it? Oh, there it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you definitely need a. Sorry, we're working. We're, it's a laugh there. Uh, let's see. Applause. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, there there it we is. go. There it is. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Applause. We're doing it. Um, so, we're going to start this podcast off just by talking a little bit about ourselves. Uh, not because we're narcissistic, but just so that there's some com- some uh, some uh, what do you call it context to who we are and why we're talking about tech love and everything in between. That was really yeah, good. I like it. Oh, nice. We got to write that down. Pros. Yeah, we got to document that. That could be part of our intro. Tech love and everything, everything in, in between. between. It's really broad. All right. So first things first. Uh Maggie, since no, you've got I, all I the questions documented. Yeah, I'll ask them. 
So, do you mean, mm. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, we never started. Oh, we have a timer here. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and there's this little button here. I don't know what that does. Well, let's not press it. I guess we can. I pressed it. Okay, so uh, about me is what you're asking. Yeah. What about me? What do you do? Oh, okay. So, uh, or better yet, well, the things that really matter. Tell us about your life. Oh, my life. Kids, wife. Kids, wife. Yeah, I got those things. Check, check. What else? Okay, no, uh, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have names. <laughs> they don't have names. Uh, so, my am married to Corey Stansberry LeCompte. That is my wife. She's been my wife now since 2011. So we're going on 12 years. Uh, in October of this year. So uh, we're doing good so far. She's not left me. She's not killed me. She's not left me on the side of the road. So uh, I think we're doing all right. Uh, my wife and I have done a lot of traveling. We've seen some of the world. Uh, we met at the Bayou Church, uh, which used to be called East Bayou Baptist Church. Um, when I first met her, I, it was my first day attending the church and I really liked the technology like that the church was using back in the days, like 2010, 2009. And they had like this really, you know, decent light show. I would not call it good. It was decent. And I thought it was really cool. And I was like, I need to go see who's doing that back there. I need to go and like, you know, check it out. And so I went and walked my way to the back and Corey was in the tech booth and I was wearing a Morgan City High shirt and she said, Psh, what you know about Morgan City? And I said, I'm from Morgan City. She said, I am too. Uh, years later, we found out she's from Berwick. Berwick. Not Morgan City. And she's not really, from, she lived there for like five minutes. So it doesn't really count, but she claims it. So whatever. Uh, anyway, she was a lighting girl. She was doing lights. She was uh, yeah, she was killing it. She was learning. Uh, she was volunteering, um, and uh, you know that's where we first met. And then we found ourselves in a, a similar uh, in a, a well Bayou evenings, which was for young adults, which happened on Sunday nights. And then uh, we found ourselves in the same in, a, in the same small group of uh, young adults, and uh, that's kind of where that relationship started. I kind of but not really invited her to go on a date I, it was like an open invitation i was like hey everyone we should go see avatar which is wild because it just released avatar 2 like a hundred years later that is uh yeah crazy and so i was like hey we should all go see avatar hoping that Corey would show up and it was just me and one person and it was a guy his name was zach <laughs> And I still, we waited outside forever, and no one showed up except for me and him. And so oh, Zach and I, I that. went on a date. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> What's funny is he actually lives down the road now. <laughs> He's married. Y'all should have gone see Avatar this whenever it I came know, out. I know. We to... should have like a, a, <laughs> a, little, <laughs> Aww, yeah. a little anniversary date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who cares about your wife uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's <the> anniversary? <laughs> the Avatar anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny! It's so true. I should text him and be like, "Hey, man, you want to go? You want to go see Avatar together?" Um, old time's sake. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. Uh, we, you know, we had a really great friend group, and then the friend group, you know, one person fell in love with another, and that person fell in love with somebody else, and it kind of just blew the group up. And so Corey and I were friends and chatting and you know texting and whatnot. And uh, when it all happened, she's like, "Well, what, what's going to happen?" you know, what's going to happen. I was like, well, listen, uh, I kind of like you, you know, I could see us dating, but, uh, I only date to marry. So, um, I'm only dating you if you're interested in me and I'm interested in you and we see ourselves going, going the long haul. And she was like, okay, cool. Let's try it. And, uh, here we are 11 years later, dated, married. We dated for a year, married in three months and then, uh, children seven years later. So we have two kids now. Charlie Joyce LeCompte is the oldest. She turns five next week. Gosh. Big girl. I told her we're gonna. Re I told her we moved her birthday to next year, and she did not like that. I'm like, yeah, but uh, I don't want you to get old yet. I kind of like you, right where you're at. And she said, "Daddy," I said, "Fine." So her birthday party's this weekend. 
And uh, she turns. Outrager. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, she, yeah, she turns five this week. And then we have a little boy. His name's Obadiah Mac LeCompte. Obi Mac. He's going to take over Toby Mac's place when he retires. He's going to make us uh, really famous and rich. Mm. You have to with a name like that. Yeah, that's right. The servant of the Lord is what his name is representative of. Producer, you want to check that? I think it's worshiper of the Lord. Well, check that. <laughs> Fact check it. I can't tell you how to spell it, though. It's it's really up in the air. You, can't, you, you don't know how to spell Obadiah? No. O-B-I-D-A-H. It is servant of the Lord. My Her, NLT study Bible did is say wrong. It. I know. Yeah, it was Can wrong. we look back to that? You don't know how to spell your child's name? Why have we got to, talk, why have we got to return like, to that? How do you spell your child's name? I spelled it wrong, by the way, thinking it was a different way. But how do you spell your how child's name? How does the name? Bible spell it? Not the way I spelled it. Oh, well. Then that's how I don't spell it either. <laughs> I just write Obi. <laughs> Everyone calls him Obi. Well, I think that's why I spelled it wrong, which is the O-B. Yeah, O-B-I. Did you say O-B-E? It's O-B-A-D-I-A-H. Yeah, that sounds right. Good thing that like if you to to verify that kids are yours, they usually don't ask, can you spell their first name? <laughs> they just assume that that one's covered. I feel like we should just tag all of our kids. You know, like, <laughs> like you tag a cow, you just put it in the ear and like, that's their, <laughs> that's terrible. That's a, no, that's not. No. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little bit about, about my family, um, Two kids, wife, married, eleven years. It's been it's been a lot of it's been a roller coaster, a lot of fun. I served, um, kind of who I am. I guess is the next question, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, grew up kind of in the church. My latter, like ten and up, kind of started going to the church. Um, did uh, enjoyed it there. Found a family community there. Uh, fell in love with Jesus and. Uh, chased my, you know, my relationship with him and felt like he was asking me to, or calling me to, to be in ministry, if you will. So I uh, pursued student ministry for many years and volunteered in, in a lot of different capacities and then was on staff for a couple years at uh, Youngsville Community Church, which was once upon a time East Bayou, Youngsville. And then um, additional to following that call it was it was bivocational so i wasn't like on staff in a full-time capacity i really enjoyed tech av really like audio video lighting enjoyed those things i had a a niche knack niche knack had a i think both of those can be used yeah i like Mm -hmm. i found i was i'm I'm, I'm, niche niche niche. yeah i have i'm a good people person Mm -hmm. But I'm also decent in technology, and so I started working at the Orchard. Christopher Holmes got me involved there and uh, kind of raised me up, and we started doing consulting and doing, um, you know, I, I did everything from troubleshooting basic things, stocking shelves, um, hardware repair, software repair. Then that turned into going on site to go see customers at their homes, and that turned into business uh, B2B work. And so for about six or seven years, I was in IT and uh, eventually, you know, kind of started a company with some partners and um, did that for a while. And while we were doing IT, I was also doing student ministry. I was married and I was also doing AVL. So I volunteer for uh, Josh Anderson, who was the technical director at the Bayou Church for a while, and Stephen Monroe, who also was once there. Uh, and so that's kind of where I cut my teeth and I would say professional production, if you will. Would you consider that? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 work. Work. Um, Any pro- you, it to be professional, you just have to work in it, okay. make money. I guess. I think that's the actual just definition. definition. So you just have to make money doing the thing. Miss, Mrs. Producer, or make the majority of your money doing that thing. Well, I didn't maybe. make the majority of my money doing that well, thing. Well, maybe it's not majority. Okay. Well, anyway. I don't know what makes somebody a professional. <laughs> We're about to find out. <laughs> we are about to find out. <clears throat> Working and behaving in, a, in such a way that others think of them as competent, reliable, and respectful. Oh. Professionals well, then, are a credit not only to themselves, but also to others. Well, then I've been a professional since I was born. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the key word there is others think that you're competent. Oh, man. I don't, I mean, I guess. Are you questioning my competency? No, I'm not, not an I. 
but not I. <laughs> do most people. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, guess they leave us to it, so I, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, yeah, so anyway, so the Bayou Church was a great um, opportunity that I had to just learn break things, fix things, you know, uh, try new things. It was kind of like uh, Steve Monroe, let it be my playground. And then uh, years later, Josh allowed me to come and volunteer and be a part of what he was doing. And so I learned about, produ- uh, let me say this, I learned about production in that environment, um, audio, video, lighting. But it wasn't just the production, it was like the back end, how stuff works. So I took that a couple years into it. Um, the uh, something happened at the Bayou where that opened up opportunity for me to go on, um, uh, on staff in a contractual way. And so I became the, the tech, my company started handling the technical work there. And then, uh, fast forward a year, they asked me if I would come on staff and, um, you know, like that was something I've always wanted to do was work at a church, do production. And I actually applied to work there several times and uh, never got an opportunity. And so when the opportunity came up, it was just, I believe that the Lord called and made that moment at work because Corey was out of work. We just had our first kid. Uh, you know, we we're doing our business. My thing, it was really hard for me because the business was like something that was important to me. So to step away from it, to pursue production or technical director work was like a big step I was kind of like it's like that thing you know when you're like it's something you've always wanted but you're sad to let go of what was so that you can go to what is well y'all were doing like film work as well I had a whole besides just the orchard and stuff y'all had like a film company Corey and I did film yeah we did video production we did video work yeah so we did video work and I DJ'd for many years so I'm like I've been uh Rest in peace. Big DJ. Rip. Maggie, for all of you who don't know, got me fired from DJing. Listen, I get things done. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I was really good DJing, case you need to know. I mean, sure. You're the worst. Anyways, so that's uh, that's kind of like... I should fact check that. <laughs> DJ White Wing. Let's see, is there a button? Uh, mm, that was not the right tone there. Oh, no. Uh, let's see. There, oh, my goodness. These all are terrible. Oh. a princess. That's for our whenever we whenever you want to drop a Bible verse. <laughs> just hit the heart. Anyway, so yeah, so that's uh, that's a little bit about me. And uh, since then, so since all of this time, I've gotten the opportunity to to work in bigger and you know do bigger and better pro- bigger. I wouldn't say better, but bigger projects of you know multi camera shoots and big lighting jobs and audio jobs. And so, um, I wouldn't consider myself amazing at any of those things i would uh i think i heard it said on another podcast like what i do is really engineering i can fix them i can put them in place i can i can show you how to use them but when it comes to like really owning it and being creative in it and making it do amazing things that's kind of where i am not so good a true technical director. Yeah. That's yeah. That's yeah. what a technical director I, should be. I need a lot of creative people around me to 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 do the things that we do at the level that we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am myself am not that creative. I enjoy it. I enjoy working a camera. You know, I enjoy running lights when I used to do it more often. Um, I enjoy running sound, but I'm not incredible at any of those things. I am capable. So, you know, that's what kind of makes me me. That's what uh, gives me my, I guess, credibility as to be able to have a, a podcast like this where we can talk about tech um, in the real world and church. For sure. Awesome. Did we hit all the things? I think so. I'm sure some why things you check your, Why don't you check your notes? Well, I mean, the note was tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, great. All right. Well, Maggie Martin. Maggie Martin. I don't like to reveal all my cards. Well. <laughs> all about myself. Um, I did grow up in Berwick, the same place as Corey, but I stayed there for 18 years instead of five minutes. So that counts? It counts. Uh, well, I started out in Morgan City 
and but uh, made my way to Berwick whenever Morgan City started to sink. <laughs> <laughs> um, literally, quite literally, quite literally. Um, and so I grew up in Berwick. There wasn't a uh, lot of arts programs, but I took dancing, which was my main activity for 18 years. Um, and I took art classes, uh, and I don't know what completely sparked the interest, but, uh, I tried to think about it a lot and I think it was <laughs> going to see cats, uh, for the first time. And I was like, man, that's what I want to do. Um, that's a, that's a cats is a the musical. It's a theater show. It's a theater show. Okay. Live, live production. Oh, oh. so Broadway. Yeah. Ooh. So we went see it. I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was a little youngin', so I didn't know what that quite meant. It was around the age where, like, you know, everybody wants to be a marine biologist once you mm-hmm. go to SeaWorld. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those things. But for some reason, this one stuck. Uh, and so I kept on so going. still animals. Just, just it, yeah. Just people I don't want to touch animals. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I developed a fear of water, so that was out. Uh, not lo- water, a lot of water. Yeah. I should say a f- fear of a lot of water. Um, the ocean. The I ocean. am afraid of the ocean. Yeah. So um, from then on, all through high school, I um, was, again, taking dance, but I wanted to get into musical theater more, which led me to, uh, in the summers, I went to multiple... Uh, musical theater camps, uh, which a lot of people don't know about me. I went to uh, Texas and New York and studied uh, musical theater. Um, Dang, I didn't know, I didn't that. know that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mrs. Producer, can you follow up on this, please? Yeah. Don't don't go back on my Facebook. <laughs> it's there, but you don't need to go that Ooh. far back. Show notes, Facebook, link. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so I took a... A lot of voice lessons, uh, a lot of dancing, a lot of acting classes. Uh, And then so whenever it's time to go to college, I wanted to major in theater for performing arts, specifically musical theater. But Theater, not theater. Theatre. Theatre. Yeah, I said theater once, and uh, Miss Carol Mills said, it's theater. Theater. I said, yes, ma'am. So this was... Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that for anybody listening. Yeah, it's it's the art. Theater and theater are not the same. It's not an ER, it's an RE. Um, and so I wanted to go to UL, and so uh, it took some convincing to let my mom let me major in theater. She was she was always like, uh, you can minor in it, but you have to major in something else. So I was going to do, like, English. Um, and then we went take a tour at UL, and so uh, Miss Camille, Professor Camille, uh, talked to my mom into letting me major in it. Whenever we went on tour, I got my uh, wisdom teeth taken out the week before. So my face was <laughs> swollen. And we were just going through this tour. And I couldn't really even talk. Uh, and so, uh, but but Camille thankfully convinced my mom to let me major in theater. Uh, and I stuck it out my four years. So I entered as a performance major. Um and I am horrible at memorizing things, and I won't try and help myself. Uh, so I wasn't really getting roles because I wasn't memorizing things for auditions. Uh, I don't think I was bad because people would come and ask me to do things if they, once they saw. But, uh, yeah, so I decided that I probably shouldn't be a performance major um, and I mean, some, some things happened that discouraged me. I wanted to be in a show and I didn't get cast. And I was like, well, um, if I'm not the best, then I'm not going to do it. Uh, cause that's just my personality. So I stopped doing it. Um, and, but I still wanted to do theater and I learned about light design, which, um, was perfect because all my life I was very interested in tech. Like I was the person that I would like. Every Christmas, I would want the new Apple product. I would follow along with it. I was just very interested in tech. I, I would, like, record my friends. Uh, like, we had a production of Grease, and I recorded them, and I put it on a CD and everything to give to them as a gift. Like, I was very into tech. I, like, tried to play guitar, but I was more interested in, like, the uh, garage band app than, like, actually playing guitar. 
So I just like always wanted to figure those things out. Um, so lighting design was the middle ground between theater and tech, um, which I just really didn't know about light design and the, the tech behind theater. So uh, I had a professor that I expressed interest. He led me to it. Um, and I did a couple shows where I just programmed and typed away on a keyboard as they shouted numbers at me. Um, <laughs> I eventually learned what those numbers and, and buttons did, uh, which I owe a lot to like my best friends, like L- Lucas and Ethan, uh, and my professor Shannon. And all through college, I stuck with that. Uh, I was really one of the only ones at the end. Uh, there was a good class of us who was really tech oriented. Um, so I knew that's what I wanted to pursue. I graduated college uh, as outstanding graduate of College of the Arts wow. uh, from my work done. Uh, does, does that mean you get one of those fancy things to wear I, around your robe? I did get the fancy thing. I had to speak at graduation. Oh, oh wow. Did you memorize your speech or are you read it? I do read it off have, a piece of paper. Do we I have wrote a recording it. of this? Uh, <clears throat> my mom probably I does. bet your mom yes. does. Yes. Yeah, We're going to link Ms. that Ms. Producer extraordinaire. Yeah. I'm going to need you to find that, knows. please. I think my, my paper that I read off of, because I wrote it, this is really bad, so I went to the bar. <laughs> about two days before graduation and I'm a night owl. So I got home and I was not going to go to sleep. And so I just cranked it out on my phone like two nights before because I had to submit it for approval, uh, typed it out, sent it in. Uh, they said, yeah, this is good. And I went, okay. So then I, uh, sent it to my mom who spell checked it. She was an English teacher. That's what I did with all my stuff. Uh, she corrected it. And then I went to graduation read off of it i think it's like behind i have like my plaque and i think it's behind that plaque like the the paper of what it was i think and i actually think i found that note somewhere it might still be on my phone i'll have to look that up we, um, we need this yeah so uh so we uh, so i graduated college i uh was working at a restaurant for a while and Coming out of college, I was just tired. Like, like I just did nonstop. Like, I was just exhausted, and um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I was originally going to just move to somewhere, but then I met my boyfriend currently, who we are currently mm-hmm. dating, to, uh, mm-hmm. Tony. Tony. Yeah. Shout out to Tony. Yes, we were both working at Central Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... I was just like, I want to take a break for a second. So uh, I was actually working at a show doing lights at the Acadia Center for the Arts. And their technical director was like, hey, you know what you're doing. And I was like, yeah. And he said, do you want a job after you graduate? So I said, sure. So I started working at the ACA um, as just like a tech assistant. Uh, Didn't really like it uh, just because I'm very much a person. Like I like to be left to my own devices. Um, and, uh, I, there were, he was a technical director and he had the right to want what he wanted. Uh, but I, that's just not how I operate. So I sort of just leaned into working at Central Pizza and joined live, hanging out with friends, like chilling. Um, and then about six months later, I was like, I'm ready. I'm moving to Chicago. Tony, either you come with me or you don't. Uh, wow, that's how that conversation went. It did, honestly. I was just like, "Hey, I'm moving. I understand if you don't want to come." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I'll come." So that was like, uh, like November-ish. I said that I was leaving, and we planned to move like a couple months later. And then we went visit in March of 2020. What if y'all, if y'all remember, what happened in 2020? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I bought a car. Was yeah. There, oh, yeah. I met. I bought was a there car. A thing that happened there then? was just like a the small. Day everything shut down. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember being in Chicago and they were like, <clears throat> COVID. And me and my best friend were like driving her car. She's like, oh, I'm so tired of them talking about this. And I was like, yeah, me too. Shut up. So, uh, and then I went home. We packed everything. <laughs> I, I actually went home. The next week, I remember it. They were, like, we started to get new things. And I was like, oh, no. And so I turned in 
I I was like, I had turned in my resignation. I was like, just letting you know, I'm leaving here. So I officially put in, Hey, I'm going to leave. Uh, but it actually worked out cause they were like, Hey, go home. And I was like, Ooh, so I applied for unemployment, got it. And then stayed home for 2020. But I was like, we're still going to move. There's no way in three months this will still be a thing. No way. Surprise. Surprise. So I moved. Uh, we lived in Chicago for a year, all of 2020. Directly into the path of yeah. the most resistance. The most. And so I, while in Chicago, I was actually, whenever I went there, I got a job. I was going to go there, work at a theater, like a children's theater. Um, obviously, they didn't start it. Um, and so I came back uh, a year. Well, I take that back. I was I do dance shows during during the, around this time of the year. Um, I was going to be flown in by a dance school to come do a show. And then dance Bougie. schools kept contacting me, and they were like, hey, I heard you're going to be in town. Do you want to do this dance show? I was like, yeah. And after a year of not having work, I was like, I'm going where the work is. Uh, I was on like Instacart and oh my gosh, I hated my life. Uh, Weren't you doing like nanny as well? Yeah, I was like a nanny, which kids aren't my favorite. (laughs) So that was rough. And uh, so, yeah, I left, uh, decided to come back. I was going to come back for a couple months, move to maybe Nashville, figure it out. Um, And then I just stayed Uh, because about. Why'd Two weeks before <laughs> I was uh, slated to move, oh, no. uh, I received a call from oh, my best no. friend, Ethan, and he was like, hey, so I'm moving to Baton Rouge. Uh, there's this church, the Bayou Church. Uh, they're going to need a new lighting designer. And I went, yeah, I probably need work. Give him my contact. <laughs> so I was like, I'll only be there a couple months probably. So uh, I was like, yeah, no big deal. Um, which I had worked at a church previously. And so I was a little hesitant, mostly because getting up on Sundays really stinks. So, uh, I was like, yeah. So then about a week later, I received a call. (laughs) Actually, I sent an email to, to Jeremy at the bayouchurch.org, which is not a thing. No, I think I created an alias of that since. Yeah, and you found the email because I sent you about it. I was like, hey, I heard you were looking for this. So then Jeremy called me. It was a very interesting phone call um, where he offered the job to me, told me what he expected, what he wanted, what him and Ethan's relationship was, and what ours couldn't be. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Stand by. Pause. I can I don't even have to Google this. I know exactly how this happened. Stand by. So uh, for all of you listening at home, uh, I had just had our, we had just had our second <laughs> our second kid, right? His, uh, Obi had just come into the world. We were only a couple weeks in, I think. So I was extremely sleep deprived, and the child was literally trying to kill us. Right? <laughs> he was a NICU baby, and then had stomach problems for years. It feels like. Anyways. So I was I was quite a bit sleep deprived when I made the phone call, but I had to make it because I had business to take care of, and so it it may or may not have. <laughs> it was terrible. As, as soon as we got off the phone, I thought I didn't think. I said out loud, "I was like, oh no, she's never gonna show up." <laughs> as, 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 so we, should we should we should we say what it what happened? Kind of. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I'll, I don't I'll just it, it was just like. Um, it, you, you just explained that, uh, the culture that you were looking for, how you, you were very, like, you were saying everything that I wanted to hear, uh, and then it just went downhill very quickly because this is, you okay. were like, so, you're wait, like, wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. So we've met once before this conversation. Yeah, we met once. It, it, it was 2020 Christmas. Yeah. 2020 Christmas. I came in, COVID was still a little hot. And no, it was 2021 Christmas. No, no, it was 2020. It's 2020. It was the end of 2020. Because you did. There was people there in the yes. room. Yes. Yeah. It was we, 2020 we Christmas. Okay. So I came in and like the only words, Ethan went, hey, this is Jeremy, our technical director. I went, oh, cool. And he's, and you went, hey, you know anything about Jans? And I went, only that you shouldn't have it. <laughs> Uh, and I walked away, and then I left and went home. Jan's Vista, which is a lighting software for yeah. you who don't know that. 
you don't have to know that you can <laughs> you software don't. and hardware. Yeah. So, uh, and then he was like, yeah, me and Ethan, we, we got to know each other. We spent a lot of time together, like working late at night, which is a thing that happened. And I was like, yeah. And then you're like, but we'll probably have to get Whitney to come and <laughs> hang out with us because like me so and Ethan had a close relationship and like, oh, <laughs> he was like, you have a boyfriend. I have a wife. We can't be alone together. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, <laughs> so. like I'm talking, right? I'm just talking here and it just gets more and more quiet. Like yeah. as qu- you don't think it can, it was like <laughs> outer space quiet. Yeah. Like the vacuum of air has come out of the room. Yeah. And I was <laughs> just like pacing. You had to like also think of me pacing in my room because whenever I'm on the phone talking like that, I was just like pace. And so like, I was just standing there like, Oh Yeah. And so I just didn't talk after he said it. And mind you, I had just had an interview like a month before with um, Willow Creek. with Willow Creek, which was not a not similar experience, but a vastly different experience, <laughs> a huge different experience. So like, it was just funny to me. Honestly, I hung up with Jeremy and I called Ethan. I was like, "Listen to oh, this." Um, and I remember I texted Ethan. I was like, "Oh no!" Jeremy just texted. He was like, he, he sent me the text that he sent you, and he was just like, "What did you do?" <laughs> he sent me a text. He's like, "What did you?" I immediately after we got off the phone, I called Corey. I said, "Babe, I just had the most awkward conversation," and. It was all my fault. I said I did. I don't even. I I don't even know what happened. She said you should not have made the phone call. I said I know, but I needed to. And then yeah. Ethan texts me, and then I was like, she's never coming. Yeah, and she's then, never coming. Like, uh, it was it was just really good. And Corey came out to me like my first day working at the Bayou. I didn't know who she was, but she just came out to me. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Thank God for my wife. And I was like, uh, and if you know me, I can't control my face. And I was just like, who are you? <laughs> And why are you saying it's sorry? So, and it was the, like 6 a.m. I'm trying to program lights on Chance Vista, hating my life. And she's just like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's, o- it's okay. I don't know what is okay because she's apologizing. And then she's like, I'm Jeremy's wife. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, yeah. So that was how me and Jerry's first interaction oh, started out. Yeah, it was our uh, first official conversation. Which with is, each other. if only we could have started recording then. <laughs> like, <laughs> it has been a wild ride since. Yeah. So then I, uh, I came back and I got, I, I was working at a, uh, in a tech integration company. Um, didn't like it. I'm not a nine to five person. I hate it. Uh, so I was, I quit and I was like, I'll figure it out. And then that's exactly um, what she said, actually. Yeah, I uh, got my job back at the ACA, but in a better capacity than before, which was awesome. Um, I took a little bit more hours at the Bayou. I was able to open myself up more, which was great. I just went and hung out there all the time, uh, made some awesome friends. And then I also got hired as the technical director for CYT, which is a theater that I've always a theater company that I've always loved and I was just doing lights for them so, what is it it's like a it's a non-profit right yeah it's a non-profit it's Christian youth theater um they do 12 shows a year a large and then a bunch of summer camps so I started out doing lights for them I, I mean I've been working with them for years started out doing lights and then their technical director Kieran was leaving uh, dirtbag yeah and so I got the position and I love it it's my favorite. So yeah, just like my day is spent just hanging out with people um, who I like. And if I don't like them, I leave. Um, it's very, very true. true. Yeah. And very, very true. She's I don't like, have to mm, yeah. come out. I don't have to pick up the phone if I don't want to, <laughs> except it, unless it's Aaron. And then I have to. Uh, and who's my boss at the ACA? Um, just because I know it's going to be a quick conversation. So it's nice. Uh, unlike when Jeremy a, calls. Oh my goodness. If Jeremy calls, it's 30 minutes minimum. And um, it usually starts with, Maggie, what? I feel bougie in my car. <laughs> okay. What are you doing? Where are you at? I'm, I'm not there. What do you want? I need you. Are you coming to work today? That's usually the gist of the conversation. Like every conversation. Huh? I know. So I don't know what makes me a professional and be able to talk about this. I think I'm. You I, do it. Uh, what was the definition? Like I said, the definition you of pretend professional. To- <laughs> Not you pretend. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, people uh, 
definitely think I'm competent. I think. Yeah. Well, you you're very uh, scary. So like, if you don't, if you if you're not familiar with a person, you just walk in. You're like, what are you doing? That's wrong. Or you'll say, no, you need to do it this way. So you're very like, uh, what do you call that? Like, uh, uh, forthright. Like you just you have this. Yeah. But I also, um, the thing, the trick is, what I found is, don't do things that you don't know what to do. Only do the things that you know what to do. And I'm the opposite. And people will think that you know everything. And I do all the things I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, no. If I don't know, I'm going to go research it before I touch it. Or wait till nobody's around to touch it. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm like, hey, we could only <laughs> touch so many buttons here. Yeah. Let's, let's get it, folks. No, I'm the opposite. And I'm fine. I, I, I could get by with just, like, not... Uh, doing the things that I don't know how to do or don't want to do, which is usually audio. Um, no, I mean, you, but I've gotten better. You mm-hmm. don't, you don't, yeah, uh, you don't like to mess with snow machines. Snow machines are horrible. They should be banned. It's probably unhealthy. Maybe they should ban that instead of gas stoves. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll contact AOC about it. Uh, <laughs> I'll really get it going. Um, oh man! But yeah, so that's that's, good. that's all I have, and yeah, I just. Light design is my most specialty. Kids, no. Uh, (laughs) My kids are my dogs. I have two dogs. All right. Bentley and Ami. Ami's a menace. Bentley's a sweetheart. (laughs) Um, And you also have another feline. Oh, yeah, I guess. Marley. The cat. (laughs) Well, the cat exists in your atmosphere, whether you claim it or not. Yeah, she's outside as much as possible. Mm. Very mad at her. It's really cold outside. She can deal. She has her. <laughs> Good luck, yeah. kid. Get out of here. I used to I like Marley. To my kids. If you want any representation of how fast, I'll just like don't want to don't want to be around you anymore. Just ask Marley because I cut her so fast. It's like you're out. You're done. <laughs> you made a noise. Get out of here. One too many piece. You're out. So, uh, yeah. So so, I'm just living life. We'll see what happens. I love it. I love it. Well, that's good. Uh, what, what what else is on your to do list there? To do, it was, I, we covered honestly a lot. All of uh, that. Who we are, how we got started, how we met. So I guess the the other thing that we can really talk about is uh, places we we work and okay. what we offer. We could go a little well, bit kinda, more into yeah, our we, work. Yeah, we, we've we talked a little bit about it. On it, but we don't. We didn't say like truly. What so actually do. my official capacity role is technical coordinator. At the Bayou Church, but I function as a technical director in any other organization. I just cannot be a director. So I coordinate technology and people. I direct as well. So I'm, uh, and for those of you who are listening who don't quite know what that m- might entail, I handle all things audio, video, lighting in a production aspect. So uh, video production in the sense of like shooting and delivering content. I do not oversee. That's a different position. But anything in live production, I do oversee. Lighting, audio, video. So all that falls into my jurisdiction. And then I you know, I collaborate with other team members as well. But I um, handle volunteer coordination, training, uh, contract coordination training. So Maggie here is technically on a Sunday morning. She's a contract worker. Uh, and then she works for us, for me, for us. Um about 20 hours a week doing uh, odds and odd and end things like refocusing lights and messing with snow machines and um, helping me in whatever capacity I need. And so for, for, yeah, for small shows that we have going on events, whatever. Um, So that's my official, that's my, my day to day role. And then I do contract work for other, like I actually work for Maggie sometimes, which is kind of fun. And then we've got a friend named Jamie Aurelian. He'll be on the show uh, hopefully soon. But uh, he also he owns a he's a commercial photographer and DP, and so he hires me to go and do work with him from time to time, which is a lot of fun. It scratches my itch to do something different. And then uh, I work at the ACA sometimes with with Maggie, sometimes doing lights, sometimes doing audio. All kinds of stuff, but my official day-to-day job is the Bayou Church. People managing. People managing, pastoring, shepherd, no, shepherding, shepherding. Shepherding. <clears throat> shepherding. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jeremy's a shepherd. 
preferred title. We're going to insert an image of him shepherding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pastor Stu Basic. Yeah. I guess what I do is a lot of different things. Basically, at the ACA, we're a... Um, it's a venue that does a lot of different acts. It's not just... So it's, it's a theater. It's hard to explain, really. It's a theater... We do things like uh, live music performances. We're we're a government owned uh, building slash organization, kind of. So we do a lot of like preserving Louisiana music. We record and archive uh, Louisiana music, um, and we also do things like weddings because uh, the the theater can turn into like a ballroom. Um, we do like talks. We do uh, gatherings. We do theater. We do comedy. Just a big multi-purpose yeah. room that is yeah. movie screenings. Uh, yeah, a big multi-purpose room that is built well for lighting, audio, video, and yeah. all things in between. Yeah, it's it's the most professional venue in the area. Yeah. I say besides like Hyman, Hyman, but that's like a traditional theater. What happens there is usually like theater and live performances. We don't do just that. Um, so my job there is basically to, number one, keep upkeep lighting. But any of so that we have like our main season performances, which is handled by Aaron, who which we book. And then we have our event rentals that rent out the space and put on events, and I'm in charge of those. Um, so I'll hire people to work those events uh, and run them, kind of production manage it. Um, and so that's my probably my main job where I spend like that they have the I always say they have first dibs on me uh work wise and then my oh, second we know. yeah my second being uh the Bayou Church with Jeremy um and there like Jeremy said I just make sure that lights are be able, are able to be run by volunteers and then on Sundays I run them cuz I'm anal about things so I don't like to release control um, but I'm working on it. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I do that. And I mostly just like hang out, and distract people. And CYT. Yeah. And then CYT TV. is I just make sure that our shows are covered, which like we have a show coming up. So I'm hunting and gathering supplies and, and information from directors trying to figure out what they want to do. Uh, and just making sure that all the tech can happen for those events. How, how it goes. And then the week of I'll design the shows. Yeah. And then That's good. Produce them. Yeah. So I mean, we do we do a lot of uh like real life stuff, you know. And on maybe a smaller scale than some and on a larger scale than others. But we're pretty real well versed. We get uh the opportunity to serve at other places, work at other places, bigger, you know, like uh it's kinda cool. We yeah. this kind of work is interesting. It's fun and there's lots of opportunity if you want it. Uh, yeah. But like, if you if you're building the relationships with the people around you, especially. So Whitney, quickly, uh, Whitney here is our producer extraordinaire, Mrs. Producer, Miss Producer. Yes. All right. Works. Uh, go ahead and give us a quick. So I work at the Bayou Church, but I, when I originally started working there, I had just gotten out of college and I worked with like kids ministries and things like that, but. I got hired on at CYT and fell in love with production. I loved it. So I got to be a teacher, and then I got to direct shows, and I love the behind-the-scenes things. But because of all the things that you learn in CYT, um, as a producer, or as a director, I got to understand production a little bit more. And so um, one Christmas, I got to come in and help the team oh, plan we Christmas. Oh, bad, too. Mainly just organize their thoughts because creatives <clears throat> are creative, but organization is not always a strong suit. Whereas I'm not very creative, but I can organize. I would like to be more creative, kind of like you were saying, but I can definitely organize what they're saying and figure out the next steps to get it done. So I did that that one Christmas, and then which led to actually, I think you kind of. <laughs> I petitioned. We're like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you petitioned for me to become the coordinator for the ministry in general, worship and tech, to have that kind of um, yeah. 
yeah, they were balance like, year-round. They were like, hey, we want to hire you. And I was like, you need to hire Whitney <laughs> before you hire me. Like, give contract work is fine, you know, like, but you need Whitney in this department because you need somebody to help yep. whip, crack the whip. Oh, I couldn't imagine if there was no coordinator. Can you? Oh, my gosh. It happened. It worked. It, I mean, it, it, I mean it, they did thing. it. Well, they had Toya it many years yeah. ago. It shouldn't happen. No. Well, I mean, it was clear once we did Christmas <laughs> at the Bayou. Like, with, with, with without Whitney, it was one thing. But with, 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 with Whitney, it was like a whole other experience. Way better. I love it. And I, I had no idea half the, half the things that went into any kind of production, especially at the Bayou. And I still have a lot to learn. But I am, in thinking about where I started and where I'm at now, I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I had a meeting with a potential volunteer a couple of days ago, and she thought I was in charge. And I was like, Whitney is no, I'm just faking it, faking it till I make it. You but you still have to talk to, talk to Jeremy. Can't. He's in charge. <laughs> I just boss them around. (laughs) Just don't send them to me. They won't be there tomorrow. I'm not a good people person. So I would say that's probably the thing. uh, The thing, like the 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 thing that's going to be most consistent early on in the podcast are all the different people that are going to come and be a part. You know, we've invited a lot of people to be a part of this podcast because, again, it's about it's about our our community which is like our you know our friends and our friend group and you know we we get the opportunity to we've made the opportunity i guess to like just create some really cool friendships Mm -hmm. in this space in the church world and not in the church world and you know people who have come from the church background but live in the you know in the professional or i don't know what you call it secular i don't know but um anyway the 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 idea behind this is like to introduce you folks who are listening to our people and hear about all the backgrounds and all the places and spaces and like just hear our, well, a little bit of our banter but to talk tech and uh how much you know we we love what we do mm-hmm. and the capacities that we do it and there's obviously there's things that we don't enjoy but um for the most part you know like uh, Christmas at the Bayou as a, and you know, you'll hear us talk a lot about the Bayou cause we're affiliated there, but this is in no way, shape or form, um, a show about the Bayou. It just happens to be a place that we get to do this together. And so Christmas at the Bayou 2022 brought in a lot of our people. We had people come in from LA and come in from Texarkana and, uh, from rain right, right down the street and other churches. And like, it was it was so much fun. Yeah, I didn't. At the end of the day, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, the show is great, but like, it was just fun to mm-hmm. hang out with those people. It was so yeah. much fun. Yeah, like, I mean, that's that's honestly what makes this work worth it. I mean, yeah. why are you doing this day in yeah. and day out for like your own artistic gain? No, it's just exhausting. Like, it's like in production, you're always on, yeah. and so it can be very exhausting. So if you do not have the community of people around you that make it fun. You're, you're going to burn out. You're not going to want to do it anymore. Oh, for sure. It's not sure. going to be special. Yeah. But it's the stuff that happens around it that makes it special. Well, and like people, uh, you know, our, our people type, technical people, are often not very extroverted. Mm-hmm. I would say that I'm probably, Jamie and myself are probably the two most extroverted in our group. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's those personalities that attract others, you know, in a way. Uh, and so um, we are a mixed group in that, but it can be very lonely, you know, to be in this role. Well, I mean, like I've always said, like, I mean, I always usually get stuck by the sound guys, uh, which are the worst. They are the worst. Uh, we have a whole yeah. talk on the sound oh, guys. Yeah. That would be a whole shit. They're the worst, but I love them. They're great people. Uh, and, but like I've always said, like being in the booth with them, it will make or break whether I enjoy that day or not. Like, like I'll, as much as I, he's gonna if he he won't listen to it. I love having JD there. He's great. He's I mean it sounds good on Sundays. He's there. He sings along sometimes. It's really fun to watch. <laughs> Depends uh, on what kind of mood he's in in that morning. Yeah. If he's stressed out. Well, I asked him about it. He said if it sounds good, he'll sing. Yeah. Which yeah. is all right. I guess that works for. I don't know how you hear the music after that, but okay. Well, once you get to a certain place, you just kind of let it roll. Yeah, which is fine. Like I miss having Kieran around. Yeah. Just having. 
All my friends are sound guys, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate sound guys. They're the worst. But I love them. I'm so, not a sound guy. Yeah, but you kind of are. Oh. You're you're lumped in with them. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, you do it. Okay. Y'all do the same things. Y'all I mean, you're a sound girl. You plug stuff in. I plug in a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nailed I said, it. if you want me to run sound, that's fine. But there'll be an XLR between <laughs> the sound booth and the stage for every single mic there is. <laughs> I harp, hardwire all of them in because I don't know how to do anything else. Perfect. Well, yeah, it's fine. Depending yeah. on what console you're using. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just the people that that really make or break it hard. And if the people are are they are not there, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. it was okay. But which is why majority of the time, like, I don't take jobs because I just don't want to. I'm like, none of my friends are there. Yeah, I can take the jobs where my friends are there, which is nice. Not everybody has that luxury. But it is. Uh, well, I think it's we've like made friends. Like there's one thing to just show up and do a thing. But yeah. there's another to like engage in, you know, relationship and conversation. And But if you're not out gone, that's very hard to do. Yeah. yeah. But that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But Which that goes back to. sit there. <laughs> well, that goes back to like how lonely this these roles can be. And when you get the opportunity, like when you are in a what I consider a very. Uh, you know, special community, you know, like there, there's are, are pods of people like us, I'm sure in every, in places, but like what we have together as a group of folks, uh, professionals that do what we do <clears throat> in all the different aspects, when you have that, we're able to get together and we make time to hang out and go to lunch and we have a group chat and, you know, like we, do each other's productions. So like when we're not doing something at the Bayou, sometimes we'll go to our saviors and help them over there. You know, Josh Fontenot yeah. with OSC or, you know, we'll go like at one point we had a full Bayou crew at the ACA doing a show, yeah. you know? So it's like, it's so cool that we have such a close knit community where we we're not doing this alone. We're doing this together, mm-hmm. which is creating those moments, which is why we call this the standby moments. It's like, it's those moments when we are, you know, in between a set or when we are dead middle, we're in like, we're just so overwhelmed with work and tasks and all that. Like we just need a break and in that break. And it's like that moment we take and we're all just delirious and we're having such a fun, like we're laughing and we're crying cause we're laughing so hard because yeah. it's just like, we can either laugh or we can cry. So let's laugh and cry, but not cause we're emotional, but just cause we're having so much fun or we're so grateful for the community that we have. That's what how sure. I feel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just talks at 3am yeah. after the show that just like the day was horrible, but like you, go outside and you just sit there and talk for an it hour was so cold. when you should be sleeping yeah. but like it's not worth it to sleep no. so you just are like talking and the, you're like that's where you make friends and like the those experiences happen yeah it's just it's fun and not everybody sees that they, mm-hmm. they just think that we come in and do the work and then leave but like uh elves yeah which i guess this podcast we're like sharing those moments with y'all mm-hmm. uh so like it, it, yeah, that's what that's what makes us us. Which and it also makes it hard for outsiders to come in because they yeah. just look and they're like, oh, those people are like close because it, it's very weird. Because one minute I could be yelling at Jeremy like, <laughs> get away from me, don't talk to me, You're like walk away, and then the, I go up to him and we're just like laughing to somebody looking in. That's insane. Yeah, like, like we probably need medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's just not. From Jeremy, you get like for Christmas, like he just said, almost on the verge of tears. He was like, I'm gonna take a walk. And then he comes back and was like, Hey, it's okay. You can just go home. I fix the problem. Do you need a hug? I don't yeah. hug. You can have one hug because it was my fault. <laughs> I did. I remember that. We're in trouble. Oh, well, we'll. <laughs> We're gonna have a whole What's Christmas. A, yeah, party. we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about yeah, we'll just talk like about just those those moments yeah. where you're just like you have to take a, a sta- you, just, you have to take a standby moment away. and yeah. walk away and then. It, it's just it's not it you can't do it if you don't take if no. you don't have those moments and you have to like be open to you know like my dad used to tell me you know like you got to be a little crazy to enjoy life because life you can't take life too serious you know and that i've kind of taken that with me it's part of my personality because you know if, if if we take everything so seriously like and we're so stressed all the time like why are we doing it mm. like this is a stressful job it's got its stresses, 
but it's got a lot of fun. And if you just, me personally, like, you know, over the years I've absorbed that stress and I just live stressed out. But when I remind myself, like, I've got the people, I've got community, this really is fun. I really do enjoy it. Like those hard moments, you know, that create the standby, like we're able to stand by and just take a minute. It's like that gives us the opportunity to laugh and joke. And yeah. But sometimes you just need to walk away. Like I'm, th- I'm throwing something yeah. or I'm breaking something and I'm walking away from it. <laughs> well, also it's just those moments that like kind of you have to have because if not, like if you really look at the the – what our work provides to the world at the end of the day, yeah. it can feel like very useless because yeah. like, it's just like a thing that's not tangible that will be there uh, in a moment and mm-hmm. then it's gone. And like you try and capture it on film, but you're never going to like, it's just, it's not possible. And I mean, I think the work's very important. I think encouraging people and inspiring people by performing or art or whatnot is very important. But in the grand scheme of things, like, we're not saving lives here. Mm-hmm. So it's really just like, you can't take it too seriously. Like yeah. you, you just, you have to be able to step away and have those moments. Cause if you put everything into it and then you're like, Oh, I've done all of this for nothing. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. will, it will, you'll <laughs> think about that for oh. weeks. I'll keep you up at night. Yeah, it'll keep you up and it'll change how you do. Like yeah. it'll, mm-hmm. it'll completely change the dynamic of what you're getting your jobs done. You know, like, you can definitely tell when you don't put any effort into something, you know, when it comes to production and when you do, mm. you know. Yeah. And so I think, like, going back to this this year's Christmas at the Bayou, everyone seemed to be on the same page of just, like, we're going to have fun. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but we're going to have fun and we're going to do it, and it's going to just be awesome. And I, to me, I feel like it was just awesome. Was it the best work we've ever done in our entire life? Maybe not. Was it perfect? No, not not in any way. It was not perfect in any way, shape, or form. But was it freaking fun? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It will go down for me for a long time. One of the best shows we've ever done. You well, know, and like we with all the, with the best folks. Yeah, and it's those moments where like uh, me and Lucas and Ethan always talk about this, where we were like, there was one day where we worked our last show together, mm-hmm. and it was like you spend hours with these people, and like you're just like in it emotionally you and it's not just like i mean us we would go to the theater from from four till 11 at night and then you go to the bar after and you spend from 11 to 2 just talking about the show <laughs> yeah. and complaining about it but like at the end of the day you're just like conversing with these people so much and like we're just like one day we it was the last time yeah we didn't and have it's like more. those moments where like like we'll always be like the best place in, in me of like those moments. Of, mm. And I, I don't remember the show. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember any of that, but I remember like the time spent with the people. Yep. It's and, really about and, the people. Yeah. And just, yeah, it's those moments. Even the people that aggravate you at the end of the day, yes. like you love them mm-hmm. and you're, and you're grateful for them. Yes. Well, it's not, it, it, it's such a weird thing. Cause like, I'm sure there's many jobs, but there's not a lot where you get on such a, a personal level with people of like, it's, it's a level of vulnerability of like mm. showing your work mm. that, that doesn't come with a lot of jobs. That is very, you, well, in relationship with people. Yeah. And it's art. So yeah. it's like very subjective. Mm-hmm. Very. Which in like, once you work with people who know how to criticize you, yeah, Jeremy yeah. did not I at don't. first. <laughs> uh, once you, once they learn those things and know how to talk to you, uh, you're like, Wow. You don't want to work with other people because it's a whole other training process. But yeah. you gotta, it's just you just gotta do it, and then you'll I, end up at the same place. I think our communication, while others might look at it as crazy, is actually so good. We yeah. are. <laughs> I <laughs> the amount of times where I think both of us have had this with Jeremy, no. where we looked at him and said. Do not talk to me like that. But it's exactly what we needed to hear. Yes. <laughs> or like we said something to him where he's like, do not talk to me like that. I don't, there's, there's those moments of, because normally I wouldn't address a certain situation because of, I was afraid to communicate, but because of the trust that goes into, that builds over time with these productions, I don't communicate with people quite as well as I do with y'all. It's oh, just, it's insane. Sure. 
Oh yeah, we cuss each other and go 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 get some dinner. Yes. Yes. But like, and me and Kieran talk about this a lot because we're this we're very similar in the way that we communicate. Where it's like, hey, this literally words. Hey, this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then we'll just like walk away. Yeah, that's a full sentence. (laughs) Yeah, it's a full conversation. Full conversation. A lot. A lot was was conversed, but it's the most efficient way. And then we'll just be like, all right, we can get we can we can go hang out. Yeah. And have and like laugh. Yeah. But. To just communicate efficiently and mm-hmm. like is just priceless. Like it's, uh, I love it. Which sucks because I'm horrible at talking normally <laughs> to people who aren't tech wise. I'm just like, oh geez, I have to say so many words. <laughs> I have to talk to you, make it's, a smile. It's like listening to <laughs> it's like listening to band members uh, communicate <laughs> with each other. It's, I remember when I first started, like, actually working in the, you know, creative department, the worship department, like, <laughs> listening to Heath and Ed and these guys, like, <laughs> hey, can you play that thing? Like, what thing? Like, <laughs> you know, like, that thing? They're like, yeah, yeah, this one, like, when you go, <laughs> you know, like, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, 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 do that, do that. And then all of a sudden, they make this amazing sound. You think... <laughs> Is there a book for this? Like, can I learn this language? You know, yeah. like, there should be an app for musical conversation because they just talk in noises. Every time y'all tell me to go look for something, I immediately have to Google it. I'm not going to ask y'all because I, because by this point, I should know what it is. But I'm like, no, I got to Google it to get the right cable. That's not, yeah, that's what, it took me a long time to, to learn the names of things. I don't do names well. I, if you're like, that thing that's about yay big and it shapes like a uh, like a toothbrush. I'll be like, oh yeah, for sure, I know what that is, and I'll like find it. But to just be like, yeah, go get the X forty two. I could be. No. I could be. A, we could do like a flip card game. <laughs> yeah, Describe that might help. <laughs> awesome. Or if things were properly labeled in our yeah. story. Uh, listen, that's Josh. That's a that's a Josh Fondo episode. They were labeled. All right. They were at one point. Well, listen, it's um, that we uh, we need to go ahead and wrap this thing up, but we can sit here and talk for hours about about this and we will, which I'm really excited about. So this is this is we're doing this. This is episode one of the uh, standby moments podcast. So it's a success. We've done it. Check that off the list. Let me see if I could press a button here. Uh, applause. Nice. We did it. Perfect. Perfect timing. We still need you one. We need what? Lit. Lit. <laughs> yeah. Lit. Lit. Uh, wow. Wow. You're boring me. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, listen, if you've, uh, we appreciate you. Um, thanks for listening to us. If you got some feedback, uh, go ahead and send it our way. Maybe we'll listen, maybe we won't. Um, but if you like it, and really this is, our hope is that we can let you into our life hear the behind-the-scenes conversations, see the community that we have, and encourage you uh, to find community like this. That's really the hope. Um, whether it's the same, if it's a religion thing, if it's a, a location thing, whether it's a, you know, uh, just a background thing, like no matter, cross the gaps, right? No matter mm-hmm. who they are, where they're at, um, if you can find like-minded people who do like-minded things, create some community, and you'll be surprised at the amazing things that come out of it, you know, like, um, seriously. So our hope is that this is an encouraging, it's fun, it's entertainment, but it's encouraging. Um, so don't go find, it too serious, don't man. take it too serious. Go find somebody to hang out with, make friends. And if there's something that we can do to help you in any way, shape or form, uh, at, tell we'll us. send you an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> We're a contract <laughs> and I work, so, uh, we'll make you a good deal. Um, uh, but seriously, if there's if you, something you have questions about and need help with, ask us. We'll uh, we'll pretend like we're professionals and we'll press buttons and things. Mm. Awesome. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.